Good morning, everybody. Perrin Lovett in for Freedom Prepper and the Prepper Post News on Wednesday, May 12th, 2021. Hello to everybody listening, watching, or even reading. So glad to have you along. Let's see what we got. Uh, interesting, interesting feature topic today. And uh, well, there, was, there was some off-the-cuff remark. Gone right off the cuff, and I can't remember it. Let's just dive right into the economy, shall we? Uh, CNN. CNN has a business uh, division which sometimes deviates from the normal communist news uh, network ways and reports a little truth, and they're back on the inflation kick of this year and last year. Uh, food, gas, etc., etc. They point out that the price of everything is rising high and fast. I'm sure the Federal Reserve is on this. Absolutely nothing to worry about. Especially you, you know, standing in the uh, the checkout line wondering if you're going to cover it. I'm sure that, that you know, uh, Janet Yellen will, or uh, what's his, Jay Powell will just swoop out of the, the ceiling tiles and then help you along. <clears throat> help you right into the gulag. Uh, case in point, there's a fascinating story, uh, for some reason covered by the Seattle Times, about a warehouse, a distribution center uh, that handles various needed uh, pseudo-commercial products. It's in a small hamlet in West Virginia, you know, right there in the backyard of the Seattle Times. But they've got a, it's a great story about how bad things are. Uh, they can't keep stuff. They've, uh, they talk about the operations manager who just runs around full-time putting out fires because literally nothing is coming in on time. And when it does, he's got to market way up to, uh, to make money for anybody. A fascinating quote came out of this. Uh, no issue is ever solved these days, just managed, said the manager. It's an exercise in how flexible you can be in an inflexible world. And that's pretty much a great summary of where we all are all the way around with everything today. Economically speaking, this is the economy-wise, economy this is an example of that uh, Gen X, Gen X pay attention. Remember the happy computerized service economy that we were all promised? Yeah, buddy, working really well. Also, on the, uh, the car lot, things are just swimming along. If the Wall Street Journal notices something that affects Main Street instead of Wall Street, uh, you need to pay attention. Uh, the price of a used car is going up like everything else. The price of a new car is going up. And the, uh, these used car prices are, uh, are staggering. Um, the average used car in America now costs something like twenty-four dollars to $25,000. And in 2021, April, or whenever they measured, it was a 10% increase over the previous year. So um, no inflation whatsoever. You know, inflation is still like 2%. Nothing to worry about. Uh, Jay Powell got you covered. Fake President Biden probably has some scheme to give trillions of dollars to bankers, which will somehow magically help you. I remember, uh, I remember shopping around for, remember the $1,000 used? Some of you can probably remember the reliable $500 used car then we had the $1,000 used car. Uh, the last semi-decent bargain I got on a used car was, uh, Lord, 12, 13 years ago. 
I bought a uh, eight-year-old Range Rover, of all things, for five grand plus taxes. And it lasted for two years, which was uh, astounding. Best off-road vehicle ever, worthless in all other regards. And but you'll you'll know when the uh, when the trans uh, when the uh, transfer case explodes, you'll hear a loud bang. <laughs> just like when the economy just completely collapses, there'll be a loud bang and there'll be cherry juice and parts uh, behind you as you uh, rear wheel drive still still worked. I mean the, the thing caught on fire, but it was still um, mobile. Uh, anyway, you've had similar experiences if you're you know over the age of whatever's required. I give Disney maybe halfway into the decade before they go belly up. Why? Because the, the vision of Walt and Roy is dead and gone. And Roy Jr., dead and gone. Like, they're dead and gone. It's, it's, it's over. Disney is in a death spiral. And uh, they're, because they're fully converged, they're full of SJWs, they're pushing all this communist nonsense, pushing critical race theory against and onto their uh, white employees, uh, American Thinker has a heck of a write-up <clears throat> to include documents. And I, I read somewhere else that these documents were checked for the uh, company Watermark, and they were found to be legitimate. No word on Disney from this. The documents speak for themselves. Uh, <clears throat> basically, let me just read you the conclusion here from the American Thinker. What Disney is doing, to the extent it discriminates against and humiliates white people, is illegal. Not that that matters anymore. It's also immoral. That's why they call it the devil mouse. And profoundly un-American. It's even un-post-American, uh, un un I guess. If you are one of the more than 75 million people who voted for Donald Trump, and who therefore believes in a colorblind free America, you need to boycott the company starting yesterday. Well, uh, if you voted for Trump, good on you. Voting doesn't matter anymore, just like the... Uh, illegalities don't matter. Um, this colorblind free America, uh, come on American thinker, it's, uh, the civic nationalism was nice, you know, and it worked, you know, back when Roy and Disney were alive and running things. It's over, it's a war, um, don't ever, don't ever give money to people who absolutely hate you. And those of you who may be working for Disney, the second they hit you with this, say, give me a second, go call an attorney, call the EOC. Hit them back uh, as far as we can with the tools they have given us, and don't don't and don't bow to this stuff. It's the time to you, you're bowing to a mouse. You know, bow to a mouse. Nah, mice. Mice are like unfortunate lizards. You know, they can sometimes go underfoot. Let's see. Now, getting away from the economy, here's a straight up prepper lesson. I I saw a couple of stories about the. Uh, I want to say the devolving situation in Israel, but honestly, like I've said before, it, to me, Middle East-wide, it's like they've been running the same headline, the same stories, all my life, they just change the names and dates. It's just, a, and you know, if you look back historically, maybe, maybe the Levant is just, uh, just supposed to be in perpetual turmoil. You know, stretching it to the uh, the east a bit. That's where we had the original trouble with the the two original troublemakers who could not follow that harshest of all rules. Don't eat that fruit. I mean, you know, you, who who could obey such a rule? Anyway, it's it's going. There, there's a lot going on, as always. 
Israel-Palestine, it's, it's, it's the same issue on both sides. It's not the people, it's the people in charge. I've, I've seen too many man-on-the-street uh, interviews on both sides of the, the divide, and they, uh, they both blame their leadership exclusively, and yet they continue to keep them in power. But here's the takeaway. There's a ruckus going on. It's, a lot of it is manufactured. You have people on the outside playing both sides against the middle, literally paying young, uh, paying young Israeli men to go attack Palestinians where they find them, at the same time paying Hamas, saying, hey, look what those Israelis did. You need to go attack them. And this, you get riots out of it. So we got this guy. There's an RT story, video. Guy trying to make his way somewhere in Jerusalem. He's behind some buses, and there he gets attacked. He's Israeli. They're Palestinians. They start you know, throwing rocks at his cars, just like what happened in Charlottesville. He tries to back up, backside of the frame. Uh, prepper lesson one. When you're on your way somewhere, people will attack you in your car. And if you're in a confined street area, it can get serious in a heartbeat. Uh, lesson two, your car can be used as a weapon. He says, the heck with it. I'm being attacked. I'm going to fight back. He guns it. Take some of them out. Lesson three, use your weapon wisely. It's like shooting. One of the cardinal rules of shooting is know your target and what's behind your target. Well, same thing with a car. You have rioters trying to kill you in front of you, but behind them is a large concrete bollard. You run over them, they provide the ramp that lands you uh, immobile upon this bollard, and then they all attack again. Lesson four, uh, unlike what happened over there happily, a friendly policeman will not come along and uh, rescue you. Don't count on that. You're on your own. Don't run up on the bollards and try to stay out of situations like that. And... Um, to the extent it's, it makes any sense, pray for peace over there and everywhere. All right, here's some peace. A big piece of cake, because everybody likes cake and donuts and anything fried. We've got some health lessons we can learn from this, uh, this, this past year and a half that we're not going to learn. I call this health unlessons. It's a story. It doesn't really matter where it's from. I think it's a Yahoo. It's literally a Yahoo story. It's about a woman who works, uh, she's a hair removal specialist, and she's just a wee bit grossly obese. Um, and she talks about the horror of fat shaming. Now, it used to be we would shame overweight people in an effort to get them to come back within the parameters of acceptable weight, not to make fun of them, but to keep them alive. She freely admits that she is like a 40 BMI morbidly obese the weight is going to kill her. She knows that. And yet she's overjoyed that the corona hoax has came along and took some, took some of the burden off of her. Because for once, being fat, as she likes to put it, being fat uh, was, was to her advantage because she was uh, high risk and she got the vaccine first. So uh, don't, don't learn any lessons. You know, we know this thing, like all other diseases, hits unhealthy people first and hardest. So don't learn from that. Don't lose the weight and get in shape. Just stand in line so that a uh, little bathhouse Fauci can, uh, you know, shoot you full of poison, which goes to my, uh, back to Israel for my uh, feature, which we'll get to in a second. I preach the homeschooling. I also en encourage people to rethink the college experience. Uh, I went to a big party school um, very old, distinguished university, but a party school. Uh, some get an education. I had an experience. 
Um, but I, that was back during the sane days of America. Today, we live in Neverland, where people that write the Disney policy run the college campuses. If you step out of line with the uh, new communist doctrine, <clears throat> you're out. CBS4 Boston. Bastin. Bastin has the story of a young gal from Andover. She went down to Amherst, uh, UMass Amherst. Very nice university. Uh, previously a real school. Uh, they have a, a mandate that everybody has to wear the diaper. It doesn't matter if you get the jab, wear your diaper, stay away, be in fear. Everywhere, even if you're off campus. Somebody took a picture of her and her friends being happy without the mask. Uh-oh. Now she's kicked out of school and her parents are all upset. Um, don't learn any lessons today. This is not a day to learn lessons. Um, you know, you should be happy your daughter was kicked out of such an idiotic institution. <clears throat> Uh, just north of Andover are two legitimate colleges where they don't do this kind of stuff, but uh, they're more out there. You, you can find them, or you can go to trade school. Or, uh, you know, last year I would have said try to go to school in Europe. Eh, you're not going to make it. Anyway, uh, moving on, getting towards the heart of the matter, uh, fascinating stuff. Ron Unz has been all over the hoax and the war crime uh, about a year ago. Uh, he put out a, a great hypothesis about how this happened, and he's kind of updated it. He's got a nice 6,400-word article, which is short for him, full links to other articles by him and by other people about just what we're dealing with. And, you know, there's the idiotic narrative of the bat head, which fell apart, and we've got the continuing, you know, it's just mutating, it's from the nature, blah, blah, blah. He says, well, what about option three? The fact that this is most likely, obviously, a man-made weapon. He gets into that, uh, starts to point the, the, blame, the uh, finger of blame. Take a look at that one. They know what they were. They, they knew what they were doing, and they they still know. They've gone as far as to redefine what a vaccine is just to fit the scam. And I, I did not go looking. I I swore off the chans, <clears throat> but I found a link somewhere else to a story at the Chans. We were ahead of this. We were ahead of the crazy people on the Chans. But I found something new and interesting. I put a picture up of the old, this is from uh, Merriam-Webster online dictionary, the old definition of a vaccine. It's a substance made from deceased vi virus organisms that's injected to provide immunity. They revised it. They changed the wording of that part, they kind of uh, softened it up, made it a little bit ambiguous, and they added a, a, a B definition. A preparation of genetic material, such as a strand of a synthesized messenger RNA that is used by the cells of the body to produce an antigenic substance, such as a fragment of the virus spike protein, the thing that does the damage in the cells and the arteries in which may turn off the cell's ability to inhibit cancer cell growth, um, may possibly sterilize half the planet. We don't, we don't, we're finding out. Um, they do this with definitions all the time. Uh, get you an older, I would say pre-90s collegiate or other, other good dictionary. Uh, if you, the older the dictionary, the better. You know, our language, you know, you may, may miss out on the, the new terms like woke or simp or something else dumb that the kids have come up with, but uh, the core words stay the same. Um, and speaking of going woke, Dr. Roberts has a great, great short write-up with links about getting woke and going extinct. 
um, you know, we, we make fun of this stuff. You know, the Tide Pod eating kids or, you know, they're BLM and Antifa and they want this and that. It's funny, except it's not. It looks like preconditioning for genocide or for autogenocide. Take, take a look at that. Um, we are so much closer to that than you think, even without the, uh, even without the, uh, the uh, Chinese U.S. developed bioweaponry. Um, before I go to our feature, I'd like to thank you all, encourage you to join, like, subscribe, share, and so send money, send money. Also, don't forget, this episode is brought to you by your friends at Freedom Roasters Coffee, and that it's available in the, the little potty pods for your K-Cup machine, whole bean, or ground. And specifically today, it's FRC Liberty Light, a friendly, happy morning blend with just enough punch to get you going, delivered in a mellow, smooth, cup-friendly, smile-inducing manner. Uh, buy as much as you can afford today. Freedom Roasters Coffee. It keeps us on the air. The feature of the day. Killing off the future. Um, our friend Vox Day has two studies, or one study and a letter linked up. Um, in the middle, he kind of provides a summary. Uh, in Israel, Israel is probably the most vaccinated country in the world, and they, it's afforded the opportunity to study what happens in different age groups uh, of a similar population uh, with vaccinated versus unvaccinated persons and the effects of a dread virus, just hypothetically speaking. Not that any of that is happening right now. To summarize, and this, uh, they're seeing the same thing in Chile and really everywhere. To summarize, vaccinated people over the age of 60 have been observed to die 14.6 times more often than their unvaccinated age peers. That's within the first two weeks after the uh, fake vaccination. It's not causal, it's a corollary relationship, but the, the uh, magnitude of it suggests that there's really something behind it. It gets much worse the younger you are. Under 40, under 20, worse, worse, worse. Why? Because, well, younger people just don't die as often as older people do. And we're seeing a significant increase in the number of young people having horrible adverse reactions, including lethal reactions to this fake bioengineered MRA uh, genetic human modification fake vaccine uh, allegedly given for a virus that just doesn't affect young people. I mean, all of the young people under 18 in Israel, probably in America, who have died from the SARS-2 Corona-19 would probably fit in the, uh, the storage shed here, the studio here with me. Um, not, uh, we would have to overflow with uh, all of the deaths from the, uh, from the fake vaccine. So uh, he says, at this point, there's just absolutely no way anyone under 40 should take this. And anyone who's pushing it, especially people pushing it on young women who might want to have children based on what we know and what we suspect, anyone pushing it on the kids deserves to be arrested and prosecuted. And also he has a, a letter from 57 scientists and doctors because of all of this. It's not uncertainty anymore. It's known certainty, mathematical. Because of what we know this thing is doing, what it was designed to do, there needs to be an immediate end 
to this mass poisoning efforts. Uh, let me know what you think about that. I, uh, I have drafted a column for the week. I don't know what to do with it. I'm, I'm suggesting what we do after the fact with all these perpetrators. Because by and large, we know who they are. We know where they are. They're not too, uh, just like they don't really try to cover up their schemes, they don't conceal their identities, their locations, or their movements. Uh, we need to bring them to justice. How? I think either the Nuremberg Standard, ex post facto, with very little due process, or just treat them as enemy combatants under Bush's, uh, uh, Bush 43's enemy combatant uh, program from uh, March of 2002. The only difference is that... Uh, the people we're going after are literally guilty of uh, attempted genocide, crimes against humanity. We'll have this and more cheery news tomorrow, and uh, hope this Wednesday found you well. Just two more days, and you get you another weekend. Hope all is well. I'll see you in the morning, or whenever you decide to tune in. I'll be here.